You can wave your hands on your seat. There is like a strong anointing in the atmosphere. In a minute, just pray wherever you are. Spirit of the Lord, speak to us. Let it be beyond coming to church. Let me experience you. Tell me something you have never told me before. I ask for a new experience in you, Jesus Christ. Tell me what is important to you about my life. Show me your way. Show me your plan. Show me the path to take. Lift me above the floods of this world. Lift me above the anxieties of this world. Let the channel of my spirit be open. Make me and let me walk in the supernatural. Let me live at the speed of the spirits. The things that you have been trying to communicate to me that I haven't heard. Open my ears. Open my heart. Let your plan be so real to me. Show me the way, Lord. I'm a stranger in this world. I function by your lights. Oh, Jesus, show me the way. Let me hear your still small voice telling me how to go, what to do. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Let this year not let it not start like all others of the past. Let me be led forth with joy and with peace. real to me. Make your way known to me. Someone is praying tonight. to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. of God is working on some things in our lives tonight. Keep praying. Maybe three more minutes. It's time for him to undo that situation right now. Take me to that realm right now. God uphold me. Show me your way tonight. Mas 
Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Put your hands together if you are so happy to be in church tonight. When we pray like that, we cannot tell how much we are pushed in the spirits. Hallelujah. But if you observe, after a while, you are going to see a deposit of something in your life that was not there before. So anytime, did you see what we've just done now is what is part of what is called waiting upon God. You did not exactly have any particular prayer request, but you were prayed as you were summoned by the Spirit. When you do that, you give God an opportunity. The Spirit moves freely as He wills, not as you want Him to. And that is very remarkable. Do that more often. We don't rush in and out, out of God's presence. They that wait upon Him. At times, it takes time to ascend in the Spirit. It takes time. Because really, nobody penetrates the deeper, the, deep, the deep things of the Spirit, the, the deepest parts, until you have become them to come. So that idea of waiting is like waiting at someone's reception to see the MD. If they don't ask you to come, you cannot come in. Many times, maybe that was why Benin said, I, uh, sorry, don't wait. I don't want to worship from afar. We pray, we worship, we sing many times, but we don't get into the inner courts. Many times. Because at times, it takes time for the Spirit to call you. There are days when the old thing breaks open within two, three minutes. But there are days that it will take time. We wait on you. As we are waiting there, sometimes we are praying in tongues, we are singing. When the connection happens, you will know. And what will happen then is that you will not, you will not be conscious of time again. It is in that realm that you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. It's like when you are trying to tune your radio to a particular frequency. So at times when we begin to pray, many times you don't click or hit on the frequency immediately. This is why it takes a lot of patience to work with God. 
if you're always rushing the place of prayer, and the Father in the name of God, guide me as I go out, bless me, bless me, and then give me biscuits and everything, and then you rush out. You will never be able to allow the Holy Spirit to hold your hand and take you to some deep realms. It's in those realms that you come out and you can see. The picture of your future, the picture of his plan, is like superimposed on your spirit man. You just know that this is what I'm supposed to do. That is how to follow God. Faith is not faith. We don't fake faith. We do what we have seen in the spirit, we do it physically. Did you get what I'm just saying? When the picture becomes so real inside, you will live. So nobody says that, you see, before next nine months, I'm going to have a child. Who has a believing God for baby for years? You might just make a bogus statement if you are operating like that. Or just a statement that might not be true. But to make statements and within two, three days, see it come to pass exactly. You are responding. You are saying what according to what you have heard in that inner place. Did you get what I've just said now? Hallelujah. When he calls on you, you will feel it. Now you will know that prayer can be so sweet because somebody carries you. You will think you are praying for 20 minutes and then three hours is gone. Somebody, you were lost in the spirit. Somebody carried you. That was what Nathalie Bible said, Holy Spirit, carry me. It is real. There is a time it carries you. You begin prayer with your effort, but there comes a time and invisible and carries you. You, 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 by the time you are true, you are not happy that you are true. You want it to continue. It is when you are fasting also and the spirit carries you. You don't want to break again. So every morning, every one of you here listening to me can prophesy, can see things in the spirit. This is just the method you have to go by. But if you're always rushing, I'm going to pray for 20 minutes. After 20 minutes, like, 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 20 minutes over, Lord, bye-bye. And then, <laughs> you will not be able. And we need these experiences in this 21st century, especially the time we live in now. We need it. Hallelujah. Everything is calling for those days to come. We need it. You cannot function anymore as an ordinary person. I hope you know, wherever you are now, we sing this song, we make a miracle work a light in the darkness. That's who, who you are. It's beautiful to say that to God. But in God's master plan, it's about you. You are supposed to be the light in the darkness to the world. It is written like that in the book of Psalm. Why? Jesus, when he was in the world, he used the world. I think that's John 12 or 14. He said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Why did he use as long as? Because very soon he was going to hand over to you. And he himself said that you are the light of the world. Let me read something to us from 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. That's a good news. No matter what we face, at the end we win. The Bible didn't say most times. Always. It causes us always, oh, blessed be God, to triumph in Christ. Now, 
Christ, I've told you before, is a title. Christ is a person. Christ is a place. These are the three dimensions of Christ. So, Jesus Christ is a name. Then the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Now, the Bible says, it calls us to triumph in Christ. Now, Christ is also a title. When he got anointed, he became the Christ, which means the anointed one and his anointing. Did you get that? Now, so Christ is a person. Christ is a title. Christ is also a place. On Sunday, I spoke about atmosphere. And that there is the general atmosphere. But there is an atmosphere for believers. Now, it is in Christ. Now, the Bible didn't say, blessed be God who causes us to triumph always. But it put a key word there, in Christ. Did you get that? So the Bible says, in the world, you will have tribulation. But in me, you have peace. Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. That means every day, I live in the world or I live in Christ. So if I am in Christ, there is a guarantee that I triumph always. But that guarantee is not in the world. This is why the greatest battle a Christian can fight is to walk in the spirit and not feel the lust of the flesh. Because when you don't walk in the spirit, you will live in you live out there and there will be a problem. Hallelujah. I'm going to show you one of the things. So Paul said, like go back to that scripture, he said it causes us to triumph always. Now the next one says, he make it manifest the servo of his knowledge by us in every place. We smell. Beautiful servo. <laughs> Hallelujah. His knowledge is in us and it diffuses around wherever we are. Just like a perf. Now, the more expensive a perf is, the more concentrated is this. Have you noticed? I told you before, there are perfs and there are perfs. That's what I get for 2,000 naira. And when you use them, before you reach here, you have to, so you put them in your pocket because you need to keep applying. You take a bike, it's gone. Then you apply again and then when you get to the entrance or the venue you are going to, you apply again. But there are some that if you tap once, even if you put that cloth away for days, it's still on it. I saw one in shop right one time. I said, well, how much is it? I said, 450000 I said, interesting. <laughs> you know, like, what is your problem? <laughs> 450000 for one, one pair. <laughs> is it that when you put it on, it will carry you to wherever you are going to? But you see, um, that's how a poor man would think. Those who can afford, can afford. Amen. Alright? You see, never get angry about what someone else can afford. It's a serious sign of poverty. All this, all this, they are spending 7 million on wedding. Well, if she has 300 million and she decides to spend 7 million on wedding, that is not, because she can decide to give 10 million to the poor, so she's still ahead of you. You that you have one million and eight hundred and fifty, you are using it to buy to do wedding. You are the one that is. Are you with me? Because what you are wearing also, if you go to some local areas, some villages in Nigeria, what you are wearing, the trouser you are wearing that is six thousand, it's a problem to the people there also, because they can get something for six hundred and fifty naira. So they are wondering why you are wearing a trouser for six thousand. 
So life is in phases and there are levels and you don't get angry. Those who do that are disciples of Judas. He should have been so, he should have been given to the poor. Those who thought like they don't do anything for the poor, they just want to bad mouth what is going on. Hallelujah. <laughs> are you with me? Is somebody with me? It diffuses in every place. In every place, wherever you are, the knowledge of Christ is supposed to flow from you to people around. Men and brethren, the days of quiet Christianity, they are over. That's what the Bible says that in the last days, Daniel 11, 32, the wicked shall do wickedly, but they that know their God. It's a prophecy foretold of the last days. It's not going to get better as we approach the end. The Bible says, Woe unto inhabitants of the earth, for Satan has come to in a great wrath, knowing that his time is short. The shorter the devil's time becomes, the more desperate he becomes, and the more he throws the world into chaos. It is the prayer of those who pray, who are working with that is keeping this world. Chaos is coming, that's the truth. After pandemic, what will still follow? These are three, four courts of the devil famine, war, and disease. It will be for a while that we've not seen serial genocide in the world that will take out like other people in uh, uh, um, Rwandan. But you see, you will see one. It's not a prophecy of doom. As the devil approaches the end, it becomes more volatile. So that's why the Bible says that such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt by flatteries. They will do more. They will expand their wickedness. He said, but, thank God for the word but. The people that know their God. That means our concern is not too much of the wickedness coming. It's about the fact that how solidly rooted are you in the spirit. For the Bible says in Isaiah 59, 19, when the enemy shall come like a flood, the spirit of God will raise a standard. We are not afraid. There is a standard. And you know what? The darker it gets, the more brilliantly a light will shine. This is why this is the best time to be a preacher. I mean, wherever you are, let the knowledge of Christ diffuse through you. Teach your children to know the things of the Spirit. Speak the word of God to your neighbors and people around you. People are confused. Things are happening. Those who raise their voice and share God's word, let this knowledge of Christ be diffused through you to other people. You speak faith where they speak fear. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So we, we, we can't keep quiet. Now the Bible says it causes us the knowledge everywhere, everywhere we go. Now, go back to that, that, that. Now, next verse, verse 14, verse 15. For we are unto God a sweet savour of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. Next verse. To one we are a savour unto death, of death unto death, and to other savour of life unto life. Who is sufficient and who is sufficient for these things? Now listen. <laughs> that is very when I think about witchcraft and all those things that people fear. This scripture comes to mind. We are a savour unto life for some and a savour unto death. We can both make people live and make them die. We don't say fall down and die. But you see, the Bible said that I have put in Zion a corner stone. He said, Whoever falls on the stone will be broken. When the stone falls, so you'll be grinding into powder. So you either align with the stone or the stone will crush you. 
A Christian does not need to pray that somebody should not attack somebody. There is an aroma in you. It will give life to somebody that wants life. And it will give death to somebody that wants death. Because it's a two-edged sword, two different directions. Did you get that? As the Lord sends you on an assignment and his grace of and somebody is trying to oppose what God is doing in your life, he is kicking against the stone. And Jesus said to Paul, it is hard for you to kick against the brick. You enjoy yourself. Hallelujah. And all through history, we've had people like that. You enjoy yourself. There was a secondary school that people got born again. They were getting saved. And there was this teacher, he hated Christ with a passion. And he called the names of those who attended the pyramid. And he said that he was going to suspend them. Give them he was going to give them six strokes on the assembly the following day. And he would suspend them. And his wife was part of it. She was enjoying it. Okay. In the morning, the wife saw that he didn't come out. She wanted to go and wake him up. To go, you have forgotten the student. You are going to, assembly is almost ended. You are going to call them out. But they got to the room and the man was gone. Sometimes people call for judgment on themselves. Because when God is working, no Christian should be cursing. We are not called to curse. But so when God is working and you throw yourself to oppose what he's doing, he himself, because it is hard for you to kick against the brick. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that ability is in every Christian to be an aroma of life or of death. Amen. Did you get that? Hallelujah. That day, the king took Abraham's wife. And even didn't know because Abraham said it was his sister. Abraham didn't say anything. In the night, ah yeah. It's beautiful to walk with God so much that he defends you. Without you saying anything. Ah yeah, you are gone. You are gone now. <laughs> the guy was wondering, Lord, what are... he said, but Lord, he said this is why. Don't say that is why I'm warning you. <laughs> it's because you did it innocently. You did. If you had hijacked his wife, if he told you it was his wife, I might have killed you. But let's assume that the man told you, like, sister, so you are a little right. Say, but that's why I'm still telling you. He lied to you. He no be his sister and his wife. So he said, tomorrow morning. But Abimelech woke up in the morning. He was trembling. He called the chief. said, God appeared yesterday. He said, you are a dead man. <laughs> so they, they took Sarah and gave her to Abraham and gave gifts. <laughs> and the Lord said, he's a prophet. Let him pray for you. And the Bible puts it that for quickly, God assured the womb of women in that city. Angel just came out from him and started shouting whoops. <laughs> they, they became afraid that said that one man can God do this for you? Emphatically, yes. He already did more by saying, Jesus didn't die for Abraham. Glory to God. The greatest of all miracles is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he's done that already. Let's begin to pay attention to what it demands of us. I've told you before, everybody in this church, you should have a day in a week that you go out for evangelism. Even if it's three people you are going to talk to. The good news is so precious that you cannot keep it to yourself. As we have a prayer time, you must have evangelism time. Are you not happy when somebody accepts Jesus Christ from you? 2020 ended, some people never had that record. How beautiful will it be in heaven to start counting people who are there because of you? This is why we must. We must. And it's amazing in the midst of people criticize how open people can be. That you walk up there and you just be like, I just want to share the word of God with you. And when the eye are mighty turn you down, go to the go to the low people, go to people who are who are like straight people. It will shock you how radically their lives will be transformed when they come to you. 
the one they come to Christ, sorry, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Amen. When a colleague tells you that I'm having a problem in my marriage, it's no time to sympathize with them. There is a word of life in your mouth that you can share. Don't say that I come and talk to my pastor. No, you are the pastor there. Hiya. The knowledge comes from every one of us. So when you start operating like this, stronger anointing will be operating in your life. You see, the better you become at it. All other gifts, they win with time. Yeah. No matter how beautiful they are, with time, they win. I got this here like two years ago. This afternoon, when I wanted to, I started feeling that, okay, it's like, it's changing little by little. Any other thing, you get a car, it wears with time. You get a wristwatch, it wears with time. You build a house. After a while, there are fine houses that will come. So the best house can soon become the first house. Because better houses will spring up. I get what I'm saying. Uh, so, uh, then they call it used to be. But no Christian should be used to be. But when it comes to the gift of the Spirit, as a matter of fact, you will never know the gift you have until you step out and start doing something. Look at what I've just said. Very true. Paul started by preaching. And preaching is the fastest way to start. As soon as Paul got converted, he did not know he was called to be an apostle. He began to preach and they wanted to kill him. They let him down through basket. Down. He got to another city. He continued. Then he escaped. Then later he realized, even though Jesus had spoken to him before, but the apostleship did not manifest in one day. I'm telling you, the gift of the Spirit, you become better in how to communicate with sinners by communicating with them. You perfect your driving lessons by driving. If you go to driving school and don't keep driving, after some years you will forget. The only way you will not forget how to drive forever is that you have driven for many years. And if you stop, even if you stop, it will still be part of you. There are things that when you do them for a particular lengthy time, it stays with you, even if you don't do it for a while. I'm telling you that the more you reach out to people, the more you become an authority in that field. You want to have the gift of healing? Start going to pray for those who are sick. That's all. See, even oh, I, 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 I won't say God will give you what is not, or God will give what is not God's plan. But I want to say it this way: If somehow you are not meant to really operate the gift of healing, if you pray for the sick to a particular point, you force the gift on yourself. It is true. Let me tell you one secret, and this is something very deep. Maybe I'll begin to end it. Whatever you practice regularly and it becomes an obsession, you are likely to attract the spirit equivalent of that thing. Yeah. If you start playing free kick, like somebody did, like 1,000 per day, targeting a place, and you're obsessed about the fact that you want to be able to play free kick, there is a level of practice that you do. It gets to a point. In the realm of the city, a portal is open to bring you in. That you can do what you begin to play freaking in the way that no mortal man can play it. This is how champions in different fields ask the songs that have moved from one generation to another, songs that have lasted. I'm, I'm not talking about even gospel, gospel secular songs that have been transgenerational in nature. Ask the singers, there will be somewhere one day something was opened into their head, it was beyond their ability. Mozart and some of them said so. Something will be downloaded. Because when you are, it is how all scientists have come up with 
uh, 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 with uh, uh, discoveries that are not common. Yes. You see, in the world of meditation, that is what astral projection, yoga, and all those things. In the world of meditation, it's an open place. When your spirit, when your soul, your mind is over bombarded with something, a time called there is an opening. There is a link between your mind and the spirit. There is a no, the door opens and information is let out into that place. Only that when you do it outside Christ, you are going through an illegal route and you will suffer for it later. Because there's nothing you bring from the spirit to the physical that there's no price to pay. Only that for us Christians, Christ has paid all the prices. That's why we get it in him. Did you get that? Yeah. So a believer can, by faith, give a word on and know what is going on in someone's life. A native doctor can do the same thing. There is a route they are going to go through. But that route is satanic and is condemned. And at the end, you that they are giving that word to, you open yourself to spirits. I've warned people in detail many times. So a prophet walks out to me and he says, you will have an accident. What kind of stupid prophecy is that? As I is that, the only person that should speak the word of God to your life is someone you listen to his teaching every now and then. A church will belong to outside that don't have. If you do, you condition, you put yourself under that influence. And whatever they say about you will come to pass. How can you carry yourself and submit yourself to bondage? On somebody, you are, you, you are in the trap, in trap, and then somebody comes and he says, Ah, I'm looking at you, or something will happen to your son. So, will you shut up, my friend? And when you tell some believer that they start shaking, Ah, ah, Lord, oh, so what do we do? Ah, three days fasting, and on the third they call me, the thing don't start. Are you with me? You know, if you are not working on your relationship with God deeply, you will always be afraid of things like this. What I started with, if you have had a good time in your devotion in the morning, you will not let anybody tell you any nonsense. You've been touched by the Spirit by yourself in your room. You were worshipping, you found yourself crying, some things happened. You don't bother. You just know that, look, I and the Father, we are too called there for him to be passing things across people to come and tell me. How can my father living in my house with me go and call my neighbor? Come and help me tell my son that I love him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Can God say to yes, but he does it in a clean way. Not all this, and this thing is multiplying in Africa. The summary of what I'm sharing with you tonight. I started with number one. I want to and I started with you can press him, you can wait and he can be called unto you. Don't rush his presence. And then I talked about there is the knowledge of Christ in you. Let us pray. Then number three, know that they that know their God shall be strong. And that these last days is called, they are calling for those things. It's my desire that everyone in this church, if you are a student in your school, you are the Bible teacher there. That's what God wants. And that is, I've told you before, ask Pastor Ebele to give you a household. Begin to practice teaching ability. Teach people the word of God. I pray for them. Then you, it will start, it, you'll be surprised how much God will use you. You are a lawyer, yet you are doing so much kingdom stuff out there, even though you are a lawyer. Yes. Miracles will happen more on the streets than inside the church. Because Jesus wants to gain glory out there. That's how we call more miracles on Crusade Ground than inside the church. Because when Jesus is publicized outside, 
he acts up to that name. He does something. Why are they late to do that? There's a knowledge. See, tomorrow morning, somebody's going to walk up to you and tell you about a problem. That's an opportunity to begin to share Christ, the word of God with them. Don't look at yourself. Don't say that even me, I have my own problem. A Christian doesn't talk like that. Your own problem has been undone by Christ. See, as you do what he asks you to do, it will be a demonstration of the fact that you believe that yours has been taken care of. And that's, a, I can feel symptoms in my body and still pray for the sick. It changes nothing. If I have to take medication, I would, I would still pray for it. It changes nothing. And you know how many times I've felt things in my body and people are getting healed of the same thing. And me, it will take days for mine to go. But others will get healed instantly. The days I used to be broke, I will speak a word to people and they will have a miracle. I mean, the money will come to them, opportunities will come to them. And me, I'll just be like, Lord, remember your servant. <laughs> but you see, as I continue, I, I can't be broke again. So I decided to just press on. I will never say to a sick person, even no, ah, oh boy, go and meet Pastor Money to pray for you. Even me, I'm struggling that something is wrong with me. No. I'll pray. And when you do that, maybe on your way home, you just find out that you are, you are fine. That's... Our robot was in the hospital one day. They wanted to give birth to their child. And he was married to some other people there and they were getting healed. It is true. Let the grace of God, His grace, let it flow through you. You get what I just said now. Let it flow through you. When it comes to people who share their faith boldly, I love Christ's embassy member for that. One day I picked up one of them. They came to dry pieces, so they were standing on the road. So I picked up one of them. And she sat and said, Good afternoon. She said, Good afternoon. Good evening, sir. Thank you for picking me. And the next thing, are you, are you, are you born again? I said, No, I hate all this religious uh, stuff. And they are just deceiving you and all those things. That uh, what did that day? When one 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 veggie gave birth to a baby, said, "Does that make sense to you?" Ah, she attacked me. Oh God, did she get you? <laughs> Why is she gonna say sorry? I am sick. <laughs> As I'm, she thought I was lying. She got said, "Sister, I am born again." Until I put pull out a flyer from the church and showed her my picture. I said, "I was just, I said, I just wanted to see your preaching ability." Ah, then she realized. He said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I can be mischievous at times. You know, I said, that, I see all those, all those, uh, all those fables, all those stories. Uh, one girl gave birth, uh, virgin birth. I said, are you? I said, as you, as you, and you believe those nonsense. She opened her Bible. She brought her New Testament and started. Brother, I said, sir, I want to tell you for this cause, this one said, sister, I am saved. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was supposed to drop her somewhere. I took her to where she was staying. I was so impressed. And I said, sister, please keep this up. Reach out to more people. Only for my friend tell me the same thing. I picked up somebody also and the apostle preached from the beginning. My friend took her be a storm, but he did as if he didn't know anything about Christ. He was listening and was asking questions. So you mean if I'm born, I'm born, how do I know that a change has taken place? And she will go back again. She will explain. You know, when they pick some of our people, some other Christians. They look at the beauty of the car. And if I start preaching, they ask me to come down. <laughs> if you start preaching to somebody and he says, get out of my car, 
you have just won the car from heaven. Nothing provokes your heavenly father. That's what the Bible said that when you are persecuted, count it all joy. Come down from that car with dignity and say, Father, thank you. Now I know I have mine. If they ask you to live or not because you are a Christian, you have just been given your own company. Did you get what I just said? Where Pastor Bakari was house boy in a house, and they would send him on the road, and a bike hit that's why he wears glasses, and a bike hit him, and he fell down, and then it affected his side. That's why, that's why he's been wearing glasses up to now. 20 years after, the people that he was doing house boy for, he will he will say to be raining. They will ask him to stay in the dog's house. The same people are the head of sanitation department of their church today. Their house boy one time. His wife, there was a one, there was one man, Babaoni Benz, who would drive a Benz, you know, wanted to impress the wife, and the wife was torn between the two of them. So Pastor Wakari was at his room one day, and the wife, they were gisting, and this man came and pressed the horn outside. You know, Benz was not common then. And the wife said, okay, uh, dear, let me just tell him that uh, I'm busy, uh, but let me, let me attend to him. And he said, if you go, don't come back to this relationship again. So the wife sat down. Then the man left. About 25 years or some years after, the man came to the house to come and borrow money from them. They gave him. They said that day, the wife wept like a baby that things can change. And they said he told the wife one that time that she said, I might not have money, but I have mouths. Yeah. <laughs> when the life of God is real to you, all other things cannot be real. You talk and see people wonder, people don't tell shake papa. It's because you see something they don't see. Hallelujah. First, into sharing the gospel this 2021. Honestly speaking, the, the annual conference is likely to be last week of March now. I'm waiting for just one more minister to all others are okay with the dates. So Easter time will be a serious time here. Because from like 30th of March to 4th of April, it's a, and everybody's coming back, all of them. It's going to be an amazing conference. I pray that pandemic thing would have so that we can express ourselves anyhow in God's presence. Yesterday, for almost one, Apostle Emma was talking to Pastor Ola. He said, Now nah, I see the wisdom is shifted that many things. He said, You know what? Hey, children, you are in the spirit. That was what he was saying. He said, I've been Lego. No, Lego in general. He said, Now I, I, I am looking forward to that April. Or that last week of March into April. He just come, he spoke for almost one hour for you. He said, he said, I, said, I, I got to Abuja, I started praying. He said, I saw it. That if I have my wealth, I will shift things. And I said, I saw what you are trying to do. I, and Lucy said the same thing. I, 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 am telling you, it's one of the interesting. We might not, till we have programs, we will, we will do it. Every Sunday, every Wednesday can be so impactful. And it's not because of the pastor preaches, it's because of all of you. When we start coming to church, everybody with a psalm and with a word. When a member of HOD can say that, even if the pastor doesn't say something to me, somebody in church, I say this by the grace of God. Do you know that at leaders level, we're almost getting to that point? How many leaders are here? Am I right? If anything happens to any one of us, when we are praying on Sunday morning, somebody picks it and it's not me. It's hardly me. I don't leave prayer most times when we are praying in the morning. We pray before, for almost one hour before every service. Leaders, 
When we start praying, the spirit begins to move and things are revealed to people. Things are revealed to people. That's how it be. One of the days like that, I had this heavy malaria on me. I just did the test and I was feeling so I did it and the, the, the lab and they said, you're my last. Okay, no problem. So I waited for them. That was on Friday. So on Sunday, we're praying. I didn't know anything. I just came on Saturday. I kept praying and praying. And then there was, I saw the move and Sister Tutu was saying something Pastor Joshua. And he just said that some people need a touch about their health. Where I start, I, where I start, I just said, Lord, thank you. When the service ended, I, we had a program in the evening that day. I just drove out in the afternoon. I went to a, a cleaner land said there. And I did the same test, negative. And by the time the service was ended in the evening, I was perfectly okay. We have seen somebody did a comprehensive medical thing among the leaders. And what they found was what killed his mom. In a very, himself and his wife sat in the car and said, what do we do? They came on Sunday and somebody just picked it in the morning. And he said they should come center and we all prayed for them. And then they went back to the same hospital. Everything that was positive was negative. Everything. Comprehensive medical, medical stuff. We, we see that a lot. Somebody, if, if it's about job, about someone's family, about someone, a leader will pick it where we are praying. So every Sunday, I look forward to my prayer, our praying together every Sunday. Every Sunday. The Lord will tell us which, what we should do, what we should not do. He will speak to us. Every Sunday. Somebody brought a word. When they opened it, I said, do everything very well. Because Lagos, they government will come. And that's why they came to church. I enjoy this liberty. It, it, it's what I look forward to. I'm not even looking so much forward to my preaching on Sunday. I look forward to the meeting I have with the leaders. I don't joke with it. I will pray. I don't think in the last how many months that there's no open, there's no vision, there's no... Somebody come up with transmission, a prophecy and everything. And at times we have as many as 15. When it's like five minutes to eight, I stop us. Okay, 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 you know what? The rest we can write it and send it. We are okay with what we've heard now. Because all we do is come in to worship, to pray in the spirit, and the spirit of God begins to move. And I'm praying that, Lord, let this be, let it happen to every member of the church like that. I cannot remember in the last two years any issue brought up that we all pray together as leaders on that did not get solved immediately. They are here, they can testify. Except we all don't pray about it. And I'm saying that, Lord, transfer this to the entire church. And I believe this is what 2021 is about. This is what I usually say to people that join now, so join. See, operate at the highest level of your faith. Yes. Every Sunday, every Wednesday. I was preaching like this on Sunday, and a sister had a very sister. She went back to the hospital, and they said the sister was no more there. She's one of the leaders also. Every Sunday, every Wednesday, without calling somebody out, mighty things can be happening. Because of the way we pray among the leaders, almost everybody is highly promoted. We, we, because at times we take testimony five minutes and you will hear amazing testimony. Let me say this to you. If I ever ask people to give in the church, the leaders I'll give everybody. I don't know how many leaders gave a million each for what we started giving towards the annual conference. Because they're all blessed. And we say this every now, every now and then, every now and then, every now and then. Somebody is talking about promo, somebody is talking about great things happening. There was a day that uh, Dr. Ebelis Hospital, somebody died and he prayed and the person came back to life. We have really caught testimonies every now and then. We have never prayed for the dead that came back to life before. At least I can't remember <laughs> anyone. 
the one I once prayed for did not come back to life. So some years back. So very soon one will come back to life. I mean, it must enter my CV. I've seen some other miracles, so I must see that one also. But some people are praying. It doesn't mean anything to them. One thing about them is that no matter how, how much God is using them, nobody is pompous. You know, in some other place, somebody would go and start a church. <laughs> what it takes to lead a church is more than miracles. When you start what God has not asked you to start, you will be responsible for it. And like Bishop Dego will say that, he said, I will build my church at the gate of hell. When you build the church, you are the one that will face the gate of hell. And gate of hell will show you pepper. Because only Jesus can now do the gate of hell. So when he sends you, he stands before you and he says, gate of hell, come, I'm here. But if you go by yourself, heaven will just say, bye-bye. <laughs> you are, oh, why? Oh. And when they say, why we in heaven? Lucifer will be the first to hear. He will just tell demons, they've left him. Let's go. Are you with me? 2021 will be very interesting. As the service was about to start, I sat at the back and I hear prayer. I heard prayer department pray. I was told that even in prayer department, some, some mighty storms happened, some things happened there. I don't join them to pray, but I hear, I hear of things. See, when the move is like this, don't stand aloof. If you're looking for where to begin, go and join prayer department. I guarantee there is an anointing on Sister Tutu and all the other people there. Join prayer department. When they pray, I feel it at times. Sometimes on Friday night, they are over all doing all night, they're praying. And at times I'm around and I'm listening. And I'm just like, dear Lord Jesus, wow, this is awesome. This revival is happening. You should jump in. It is true. One of the technical guys in the church will walk up to me when we are at Davis Court. And he said, the place the church is about to get is a why is a warehouse with a green roof. He said, I saw it clearly, my If I tell the person, you won't believe it. Every word he has given me has come to pass. And to many people in the church, they feel he's a naughty fellow. That, uh, but every word. But I noticed that periodically he comes, he'll just lie down here and be praying. He just say, Pastor, I have a word for you. Every word. He has given word like about three or four times. Every word. He just came that day. I had not told anybody. I didn't. I had not said it to anybody that were here. I just just came and he said that, you know. He said as I was sleeping, I saw it. He said it's on the road. He said it's a white. He said green roof. He said it's a close silence. He said it's a warehouse. It's a green roof. He said I, I saw it. The place start. He said I don't know where it is. He said but it was shown to me and I saw the building. And I said, oh really? God bless. You. I didn't tell him anything. But when he came, he just came. He said, Pastor, remember? I said, I remember now. You said it. And he said, you got it very, the exact picture. Don't you want to pray like this? Don't you want, as you are driving, for the Spirit of God to say something to you? Don't you want that? Don't you want to come into the office one day? One of the days of waiting like that, when I was serving in NFC in Kaduna, I was, they went to the mosque, so I was singing. And then the, the anointing came down and I was lifted. And then when they came back, we kept quiet and I continued working on the system. These are staunch fullness. My boss just came. Ah! He said, what just happened here? So I said, I pretend as I said, like, like, what do you mean by that? He said, your face is white. And that there's something in this office. And I said, yeah, that's something. It's the Holy Ghost. But I didn't tell him anything. I just said, well, he said, no. You are covering something. So I got up and I left. Because I didn't know how to explain to him what just happened. But even now, he felt it. You can do this almost every day in your face. At all. You start by saying this, Jesus, we want you to do. 
and the angels are steered as we begin. Thanksgiving is a very powerful weapon in the spirit realm. With your hands lifted up and you are giving thanks, you leave your problems behind and issues. I just want to worship you. I just want to give you praise. Oh Lord Jesus, you are the bread of life. You never fail. You are the Alpha and the Omega. You have washed us in your blood. We stand by your grace. You are the living one. Son of righteousness with healing in your wings. You reign forever, ancient Zion's king. I love you. Oh, thank you, Father. The ancient of days. Mighty one, everlasting Father, the prince of peace. You are the one that is, that was, and that is to come. You are merciful, compassionate, slow to anger, abounding with steadfast love. I found light in your light. I love you, I bow, I cast my crown before you. The highest royalty, the almighty, all-knowing, all-sufficient, the covenant-keeping God, the one who reigns forever. No beginning of days, no end of life, no reign, almighty. No rival, no equal. Power belongs to you. When you say yes, no one says no. You have said yes over my life. Blessed be your name. My Lord, you are the miracle worker. You parted the sea. You made heaven and earth in six days. There is nothing you can't make in my life in one day. I worship you. Master of the universe, I bring my praise to your feet. I'm your creation. You are the creator. I love you. I submit to you. Yes, Lord. Your will. Your will. Your yes is my command. I love you, Father. King of angels. And you keep worshiping. Lift up your hands and worship him. Let's end that way. Worship him. Say your words to him. I want to sing that song, Allah Bara, you are the mighty God from the beginning. That's the song we close with. And the choir. Everybody raise your hands on your seat. I know right now, here tonight, someone will make that touch right now because the anointing is in the atmosphere. So it will be very easy for some to make that touch right now. You can either lift up, you might not even sing with them. Just close your eyes and follow the rhythm of the song. But if you want, if you are taught to sing, sing along. Expect a touch. Don't be distracted. Take your heart off everything. As they sing, just follow it.
Anybody with a word, come out. Just come and take the mic from me and say it right now. I want to hear what the Spirit of God. Something has been revealed to somebody. Or a word given to somebody. Please step out. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's not one person. When Pastor said, this week he sees God pushing. Isn't something he said about pushing? I think pushing the. Wall I, down. 
yeah, walls down. I, I just saw, my eyes were short, and I saw a figure in front of a wall. And his hands were like this. More like, it was, it was a thick wall, but the figure was, was pushing. It was a huge figure pushing Amen. a wall. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. Any other person, please come. Praise God. Um, it came immediately. It was after I heard it that you said someone got the word. The Spirit of God says that a new season has begun in this church. And that every one of us should jump in. There's the stirring of the water that this new season has begun in Echudi. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He gave us that word also one day when we're praying leaders there. A new season. I want one more person. Say what he has given you to say. I believe someone else, your eyes, you, you saw something. Praise the Lord. Um, what he showed me was that there was somebody that is pregnant and there was something not right with the baby. But right now, it has been adjusted. Hallelujah. It has been adjusted. The person will know who, who she is. You know, the person, the thing has been adjusted and it's a boy. It's a boy. While uh, we were worshipping, I saw something just like Pastor, Pastor David said. He said he's dealing with fibroid. I saw the things like um, things in body, you know, pregnant and was dealing with fibroid. And I, I saw also that uh, keys were given to people here. Hallelujah. Like doors were being flung open. Hallelujah. Doors were being flung open. And then he said specifically that we have entered into an atmosphere of miracles for healing. Diverse healings will be Amen. happening. Amen. Diverse healings will be happening. Amen. Hallelujah. And then before you spoke about the presence, he said about my, he said a handful of my angels are everywhere. A handful of angels. There are so much. They are still around. Amen. Hallelujah. That was what led to, as I was ending the teaching, I just sensed the angel watching over this ministry standing behind me. I knew immediately that he wanted me to just pause to say something because I could just sense it. I did not see him. I, I don't normally see him, but I can tell when he's around. And I've never missed it once. I can perceive the form. There is something I feel on me when it's near. They are always every night, but sometimes there's what is called the manifest presence of God. The presence is always there, but sometimes God chooses to bring it down to the physical almost so that you can feel it. And I can always stand. When that happens, it means that right in that physical meeting, you have to cooperate and do something and take advantage of that moment. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. Oh, thank you. Give him praise for all the words we say, all the miracles. If you have praised, something has happened to you. You will realize. Oh, give you praise. We worship you. We thank you. We adore you. Somebody just received a baby from the throne of God. Oh, thank you. A man child is born. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to your name. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It has to do with somebody's job, somebody's office. And then for someone else, it has to do with your business. The mighty hand of God has taken over the situation there. And you, all you see just miracles. In the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, yeah. There is a couple here. I don't know whether you are here physically or you are watching me. Husband and wife, there is something going on in your life that you've never mentioned to anybody. You have kept it to yourself, something very deep. The Lord who sees in secrets, he has touched that situation and he has corrected it. In Jesus' name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a loud amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.